slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could be with us today as we talk all things Islanders hockey. And what a busy weekend it really was for the New York Islanders. They made two big trades. The protected list for the expansion draft is out and we will break it all down for you on today's show. We've also got a look at Nick Letty's season. We already know his future or lack thereof with the Islanders, but we'll break that down for you. And we also, of course, have our Islanders birthday of the day and a lot more to get to. You need hockey news and Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the leagues. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps every day. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today wherever you get podcasts. Now, don't forget if there's uh, an Islanders question or something Islanders related on your mind, you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to discuss Feel free to send us an email at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your name and where you're from, we'll mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. Uh, We will get to, we have a question waiting. We'll get to that on tomorrow's show just because so much happened over the weekend that we need to get caught up on. Also, you could follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings from the expansion draft to the entry draft to free agency and all the way to training camp, which uh, is just a couple of months away, believe it or not. So the Islanders made two trades over the weekend. The first one uh, happened on Friday. It involved defenseman Nick Letty. Letty headed to Detroit now. He is now a member of the Detroit Red Wings. In exchange, the Islanders get forward Richard Panic and the 52nd overall pick in the upcoming NHL entry draft. So, a good deal right there in this w- way. As we had discussed previously on the show, the Islanders could not protect Nick Letty and Scotty Mayfield. That just wasn't possible. So they had to make a choice, and they didn't want to risk losing Nick Letty for absolutely nothing. So they end up getting panic. They get a second-round pick, which they then can turn around and trade again. And the thing is, with Letty's departure, you lose $5.5 million off the cap which is something the Islanders clearly were looking to do. So, yeah, you're going to feel the loss of Nick Letty. And 
I think the Islanders will look to bring in a veteran defenseman, something we talked about on the show last week. But at the same time, one of the things that this means, uh, the Letty trade, is that the Islanders are expecting that Noah Dobson, the young defenseman, will step up into a much bigger role next season. He will no longer be... Uh, a third-pair defenseman. He'll probably be a second-pair defenseman next year, depending on who the veteran is they bring in. He'll have more responsibility on the power play. And uh, to me, one of the indications of this, the big indication is the Islanders needed to clear some cap space. They're looking to make more moves, and that later proved to be correct. But it also means that Noah Dobson is going to be taking on a much bigger role on this team, most likely, in the 2021-2022 season. As for Nick Letty, I have to say this. uh, He will be missed. And, yeah, some fans got frustrated by some of Letty's play in his own zone, and, and rightfully so. He certainly struggled to clear the puck out of his own end more often than most fans would have preferred but when you look back at Letty, you have to understand that, you know, he is a guy who gave the Islanders a big boost when he and Johnny Boychuk arrived, uh, you know, six, seven years ago uh, in trades that were made a few hours apart by Garth Snow just prior to the start of that season. And he has been a very solid New York Islander. So we'll talk more about Nick Letty uh, in our next segment, but overall, Nick Letty, you know, as a someone who has been watching the Islanders for the last few, you know, since their inception, really, but but who has covered the Islanders for a while now, uh, got to thank Nick Letty for his contributions, his effort, and and for everything he did for this hockey team. He really was a, a big part of their improvement from a team that was struggling all the time to a team that was a legitimate playoff team and now a legitimate Stanley Cup contender. That was the first big move, and we all understood why. Then the Islanders come out and announce a second move over the weekend, and that was that Lou Lamorello makes a deal with the Arizona Coyotes to take Andrew Ladd and his very big salary off the Islanders' hands. The Islanders throw in a a second-round pick this year, a conditional second-round pick next year, and a conditional third-round pick next year. So what are we seeing here from Lou Lamorello? Clearing out a lot of cap space, taking two players who did not have a big future with the Islanders under the circumstances. And look, you take Andrew Ladd away. Look, the Islanders got nothing back in this trade. They sent Ladd and three draft picks potentially to Arizona. You know what? Great. You now have $5 million more in cap space to work with to try to re-sign your own free agents to bring in, whether it's via trade or via free agency, that goal scorer that the team has been craving, and all of these moves that we've been talking about, and we'll talk about more moves in the very near future, 
when we get to the expansion draft protected list. But all of these moves have one thing in common. They are designed to free up cap space for what I believe is going to be a pretty substantial move by the New York Islanders in the near future. So uh, to me, Lou Lamorello showing why he is the two-time GM of the Year award winner and freeing up cap space any time you can get rid of Andrew Ladd, how many times over the last year, year and a half, have we talked about that as being almost like a dream come true for the Islanders? Well, yeah, it is a dream come true, but now it actually happened. And, you know, giving up those draft picks is worth it for all the cap space that you cleared up. Letty, you couldn't really keep him. You didn't want to lose him for nothing. Panic to me, may or may not stay on the island. He's another bottom six grinder kind of uh, forward, but either you can trade Panic, you could send him down to the AHL, or his addition allows you to make some other moves with some other players, and we'll talk about that, the expansion protected list, and a lot more when we return on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Did you know Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavor? And uh, look, here are some of them, and they're all great. Cherry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There really is something for everyone. And if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can order a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine permanent flavors. Most of these flavors have 17 grams of protein, just 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs, which means they're not only great tasting, but they are really good for you. Go to Built.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. So, After the trade of Nick Letty, the Islanders did not have a defenseman that they needed to uh, that they needed to expose to the expansion draft. As a result, they announced the signing of Andy Green, which everyone was expecting. So Green returns to the Islanders on a one-year contract, allegedly worth one million dollars for the season, and they will not protect Andy Green uh, in the expansion draft. And, And seriously very little worries that Green will be selected by the Seattle Kraken. Now, over the weekend, the Islanders did indeed release their protected list, and here it is. From the forwards, they officially protect Anders Lee, Brock Nelson, J.G. Pajot, Matthew Barzal, Anthony Bevilier, Cal Clutterbuck, and Matt Martin. And then for defensemen, Adam Pellick, Ryan Pulak, Scotty Mayfield, the goalie, obviously, Simeon Varlamov. The two names that are a bit of a surprise, I'm surprised that they protected Cal Clutterbuck and Matt Martin, and that they did not protect Jordan Eberle and Josh Bailey. And here again is the risk being taken by Lou Lamorello, but it's a, it's a calculated risk, and I think it's a good risk. Because what Lamorello is doing, essentially, is saying that, you know, look, they could still take Kiefer Bellows or a couple of other different younger players, Sebastian Ajo, etc. But 
With Eberly and Bailey, again, you're talking about veteran players who have a large cap number attached to them. Do you want to lose either one of those guys? No, you don't. To me, Bailey is the kind of guy you want to see be a career New York Islander. Eberly is a, a solid contributor on the first line. I've said, you know, several times before, I think he's ideally suited for second-line duty on a very good offensive team, but he's workable on the first line. Still a very good offensive player. But if either one of them is selected by the Kraken, you're freeing up even more cap space. And if you then go out and make a trade to acquire that sniper that we've talked about, that the Islanders have been craving for so long, uh, that's an upgrade over a Jordan Eberle or a Josh Bailey. And you take the money you saved from Letty, you take the money you saved from Ladd, you take the money that you would save with either Eberly or Bailey if they are selected by the Kraken, and you can bring in a Tarasenko. You could bring in even a, a Jack Eichel if you can work out the trade details, or, uh, you know, so many other high-quality free agents or trade targets that really could put your team, uh, take that offense to the next level. So there is a lot of logic behind what Lou Lamorello is doing. There is obviously risk involved, but I think overall there is clearly a plan here, a strategy, and... You know, one thing, the old expression you see so many Islander fans using on social media, in Lou we trust. Yeah, I I mean, Lou, to get Andrew Ladd out of here, to get back a a serviceable bottom six forward and, uh, you know, a draft pick in order to not lose Nick Letty for nothing and to uh, possibly set up more cap relief in the expansion draft. That is all a very good set of moves by Lou Lamorello. And believe me, the eventfulness of this offseason is nowhere near over for the New York Islanders. Now, again, you know we've been going through players every day, and we will continue to do that as we review last season and talk about the contributions of players. So today, we're going to talk about Nick Letty. I was going to talk about Andy Green, but realistically now, we know Letty's not coming back to the island, so I figured we would discuss him. Again, acquired by Garth Snow right before the 2014-2015 season, won a Stanley Cup with the Blackhawks, so that certainly was a great experience. And he you know, is a solid, even at this point in his career, 35 to 40 point kind of a defenseman, contributes on the power play, uh, is more, you know, is a good skater who can get the puck and rush it up ice, shaky at times in his own zone, but a quality second pair defenseman right now for the Islanders will probably take on an even bigger role in Detroit. and, And I feel happy for him if that is indeed the case. His best season with the Islanders was 2016-2017, 11 goals, 46 points, and this past year, 
two goals, 31 points, a minus three, only eight penalty minutes. And, you know, Nick Letty going to, uh, at the age of 30, probably starts to slow down a little bit. He His future now is with the Detroit Red Wings. He finishes in seven seasons with the Islanders, 45 goals and 243 points in 518 games. But what... What Nick Letty really did back in 2014, 2015, and all the way to the present day was provided the Islanders with a reliable, not all-star, but reliable second-tier offensive defenseman who was better than many in his own zone, at least earlier. Now he's starting to slow down a little on defense, but... You know, thank you, Nick Letty, for all the efforts that you gave to this franchise, for all the hard work you put in, and for all the success that you helped create. And uh, we wish him luck again, uh, again as a member of the Detroit Red Wings, obviously, except when he's playing against the New York Islanders. But Nick Letty, not going to be back with the Islanders next year, was a very useful second pair defenseman, power play contributor, leader, and... Uh, Noah Dobson going to have to step in and really step up. And, and believe me, Lou Lamorello's not done adding a veteran defenseman. I know that's something he is planning on doing. And uh, we'll discuss all the possibilities a little bit later on in the week and as things begin to sort of uh, happen here. Uh, this week, the expansion draft coming up midweek and then the NHL entry draft and free agency, so a very busy time for the Islanders, even though it is the offseason. We've got more to get to on today's show. We have our Islanders' birthday of the day going all the way back to the early years of the franchise, and a lot more to discuss. Stay with us. More to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is also brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball has now entered the second half of their season, and you could track all the action at Bet Online. The Olympics are also just around the corner, as are NFL training camps. So lots to look at, to bet on, and you can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, the NBA Finals, the NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prepare for their run to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and uh, today would have been the 70. Sixth birthday for former Islanders right wing Craig Cameron. He was actually selected by the Islanders in the original 1972-73 expansion draft 
from the Minnesota North Stars. And uh, he had 19 goals for the Islanders and 33 points in their first season, which was tough. Followed that up with a 15-goal campaign and 29 points in 1973-74. And uh, played half of the 74-75 season before being traded back to Minnesota as part of those deals that got Ju Druan and, and J.P. Parise to Long Island. So Cameron contributed more than many people expected and uh, and then was dealt to as part of a deal that really helped the Islanders get to the next level in their first playoff run. Sadly, Cameron passed away at the age of 66 back in 2012, but uh, we certainly remember his contributions to the Islanders. We'll look back at one of his better games with the team, December 29th, 1973. Islanders traveling out west to take on the Vancouver Canucks. Billy Smith in goal for the Isles against Gary Suitcase Smith for Vancouver. And it was the Islanders getting on the board first on uh, a shorthanded situation with Brian Spinner Spencer in the penalty box for roughing. Ralph Stewart got his 13th, assisted by Craig Cameron, our Islanders' birthday of the day. And the Islanders had the one nothing lead just two minutes and 13 seconds into the game. Then the Islanders' power play got on the board. Dave Dunn of Vancouver was off for high sticking, and Jean Potvin connected on his third of the year. Brother Dennis Potvin with one assist. Billy Harris, the other at 12.51, 2-0 Islanders. Vancouver gets back into the game uh, on a power play goal. Gary Howitt off for slashing for the Islanders, and Paulin Bordalo, his fourth from Bobby Schmatz and Andre Boudrias, at 17:42, 2-1 Islanders after one. In the second period, the Islanders extend their lead again. It is on the power play. Bob Daly of Vancouver called for high sticking. Craig Cameron, our Islanders birthday of the day, his fifth of the year. Brian Spencer and John Potvin with the assists at 11:36, and. A little more than four minutes later, Cameron strikes again. His sixth, Ralph Stewart and Brian Spencer helpers at 15:43. After two periods, four to one Islanders. In the third period, Bobby Schmatz gets the Canucks closer on a power play goal uh, for Vancouver. His 19th, Dennis Kearns with the only assist at 357. And then Don Lever, his 11th from John Gould and Dennis Vervagard at 945. And the Islanders were clinging to a 4-3 lead, but Billy Smith shut the door, making 10 saves total in that third period. Islanders beat the Canucks by a score of 4-3. And for Craig Cameron, our Islanders' birthday of the day, two goals, one assist, a three-point output, and... He did that on three shots on goal. So, again, uh, although he is no longer with us, uh, we want to remember Craig Cameron on what would have been his 76th birthday, uh, and we certainly appreciate his contributions to the New York Islanders and their history. We have got a lot more to discuss coming up. Uh, about the expansion draft, about these trades, and we will certainly get to all of that on tomorrow's show. Plus, as I mentioned, we do have uh, an email, fan 
email that we're going to discuss as well. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. That does it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.